Today is the 14th of September, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's really easy to pick up as we go along. Before we start, if you would like to have a physical copy of the script in your hand that you can follow along, there is a download the script button in our episode notes. Feel free to clip that, clip that, click that, and you can follow along with that if you need to. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? For all whose day starts with anxiety as they leave the security of home, worrying about the risk of infection, particularly those whose health or age classifies them as vulnerable. Loving God, be close. Keep them safe. Along with all whose tasks today include the care of frail and the elderly. And for all of us, Lord, grant wisdom to make sensible choices, not just for ourselves, but for everybody. Amen. Philippians 2, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united in Christ, any comfort from His love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in Spirit and of one mind. Yesterday, I had the privilege of preaching in one of the churches that I'm responsible for for the very first time in a very long time. It was our reopening service, and I deliberately made the choice not to make a big deal about how we were back, because actually in the UK, the current situation with COVID is a little precarious. Infection rates are going up, and God be praised, we aren't seeing the deaths that we saw earlier this year, but it is still a little worrying. But what has this to do with our verse today? The theme of yesterday's sermon was forgiveness. The reading was from Matthew, where Jesus tells his disciples to forgive 77 times. When we forgive someone, we demonstrate the mind of Christ. We forgive because we recognize that forgiveness is a gift from God. We forgive because we've been forgiven, and we forgive out of love. Paul writes, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort in His love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, of any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being in one in spirit and one in mind. You see, it's easy to blame others for the things that have happened. Bad government decisions, incompetent medical personnel, people around us obviously breaking the rules. It's easy to harbor feelings of resentment and even anger. But that doesn't help anyone. As people of God, we are called to take a different path. It is the path of peace and compassion. It's the path that led Christ to the cross where he prayed, Father, forgive them. Can you walk that cross? Because as people of faith, that's what we're called to. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. 
And today we start Paul's letter to Colossians. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Heavenly Father, open our hearts and minds to the words you would have us here today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Before we start our book of Colossians, as is always the case, I'd like to just go a little bit into the introduction to the book about it, so we have some understanding and some background. Because you may find that as you hear the words and as you follow along that Ephesians and Colossians are very similar. They have they are remarkably similar in a number of ways. In fact, someone has pointed out that seventy-eight out of the ninety-five verses in the book of Colossians are very close to Ephesians, and so it's very similar in many ways, except for its tone. The letter itself was written around sixty A.D. or Common Era, depending on which system you use. And there is some debate about the authorship of the letter of Colossians. Some scholars have pointed out that the style is different and that there is a distinctly different use of language, while others state that while there is a difference in language, there are distinct Pauline characteristics. Pauline is the phrase for the letters of Paul. And that Paul tailored his letters specifically to his audiences. They also attribute differences to the fact that the co-author was Timothy, 
It's not just Paul this time, it's Paul and Timothy. And that they probably used the secretary. Either way, it's now classed as what they call Deuteropauline, which is Pauline-esque, I suppose. The theme of Colossians is that Christ is supreme over every human philosophy and accomplishment. Paul is writing to the church in Colossians to counter the rise of something called the Gnostic heresy, which is beginning to come out, a mysterious kind of New Agey type understanding of Christ. Paul intended to make clear the nature and identity of Christ in order to refute those who challenged Jesus' diet. Paul was writing to the Colossian church to make clear the nature and identity of Jesus in order to refute those who challenged Jesus' deity and his authority. But enough of the waffle. Let's start the book, shall we? Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New International Version, and today I'm reading Colossians 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and Timothy our brother, to God's holy people of Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all of God's people, the faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven, and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. You heard it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who was a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf, and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of His will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord, and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His gracious might, so that you might have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness, and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible whether thrones or powers or rulers or authority. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything we might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusations. If you continue in your faith established and firm and do not move from the hope that is held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven, and of which I, Paul, 
have become a servant. Now I rejoice in what I am suffering for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body which is the church. I have become its servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness. The mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to the Lord's people. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. He is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom, so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. To this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And then after music, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, voicemail service, 
Our links are all in the episode notes. Check the show notes for all the contact details. We're going to pray now quickly. Let's pray, shall we? Lord God, your love for humankind, present in the beginning of all things, extends throughout history and touches even my life. Your love sees failings and forgives. Your love feels pain and wipes away our tears. Your love knows grief and comforts the sorrowful. Your love sees sin and still loves the sinner. Forgive us when we fail to live lives that reflect your love. Forgive us the times when we take for granted all that you have done for us. Transform us through your Spirit and empower us to serve you this day and all days. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.